This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. If you'd like to help support the show, please visit patreon.com slash reposted. Thank you for stopping by. We're going to start off with a series of questions. Larry, if I asked people in your family, would they describe you as a chill driver? Mm, Probably not. Probably not. Well, my question comes from an article that I found on Inc.com. It said rude drivers who merge at the last moment are actually helping you. Traffic experts agree. And my question is, would you rather feel respected and take longer to get there or disrespected and get home faster? Man, I don't even know how to answer that question. Yeah. So, I mean, this is something that is uh comes up in my marriage because I am the person who would be described as the rude driver who, according to this article, justifies everything I do in my life. And Nicole is more of the polite person. But basically, the study's coming out that um, you should zipper. Like the people, when a lane's ending, people that stay in a lane that's ending, they go all the way up and merge in. That works out better than people who think that they're being nice. Um, so I guess it's kind of, I don't really know what the question moving forward past this conversation is, but like people think people want to feel justified when they're driving. They want to feel like they did the right thing and they get disrespected. There's so much anger so quickly. Okay. So for the zipper, I usually pull the big power move and take up both lanes. I will literally move my car block? on top of the line and I block. Yeah. That's and I go around move. you. You do. There's no way you yeah. can well, we both live in very dense traffic areas. I think uh, the butt of the joke is LA has worse, worse traffic, but I, I would argue San Francisco has worse traffic. But like when I'm merging from one highway to another, people will be like, well, my exit's in one mile. I need to get in the right lane. But if you stay one lane over and maintain speed, once the exit starts happening, there's always a gap. Like I don't ever have to cut anyone off. And they're saying that if, if everyone did that, we would be able to go about our days faster, but people are like, well, the sign says it, I need to follow the rules. And uh, I guess maybe I'm saying people need to buck the system a little bit more. Well, but, but that's for good drivers like me and you, Andrew, we're allowed to do that. Clunky grandmas like my mom should not be allowed to take the space and cut in. Well, this goes on further to say that the state of Kansas has made it a law that you have to zipper. And if people don't start taking that advice, what they're going to do is take away the signs indicating that a lane will end because studies are showing that if there's no indication that will naturally zipper and it'll be faster in the long run. Anyway, my wife, this is the road rage story of all road rage. She was driving with three kids home from school. Someone did some zipping. She honked the horn. She started getting crazy. Guy pulled over, got out of her car as they're stuck in traffic, came and started banging on her window with the three kids in it, spit on the window, was about ready to do something more crazy, but a good Samaritan jumped out of the car and chased this guy off. I always tell her it's not worth it to get crazy on people in traffic. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. My first company had this electric vehicle that it was basically a, a street legal golf cart that you could check out and drive around. And me and a coworker took it to a meeting and I, I went around some people 
And this guy gets upset, jumps out of the car. And my coworker was probably six months pregnant at the time. And uh, she's a little unpredictable. And he started coming at us and she won up him, and she scared him away. She got out of the car and started freaking out. So I guess kind of when uh, you feel unsafe, something I learned from Nicole is you start acting more unpredictable than they are. If you start acting crazy, doesn't want to deal with crazy. So uh, come after him hard and fast. It's like running into a bear in the forest. You make yourself big and. Yeah. Another um, traffic thing that I subscribe to that's probably a lot less popular. I learned this from Adam Carolla. If there's a red air left arrow and no one's coming, I'm turning. Like I'm not going to like, there's no, it's not making me safer. If I can see oncoming traffic and there's a red arrow, I'm going, which uh, sometimes if I, if I have my wife in the car, I have to make sure she's not looking because that ends in a conversation. But do you have any tips or tricks of the road that you do? Well, listen, since the pandemic is in theory ending, I have sort of pledged to myself to leave five minutes earlier to whatever I'm doing. My number one thing I hate in life is rushing. I hate rushing and I hate being late. Mm-hmm. I just So I just want to enjoy whatever I'm doing a bit more. I live in San Francisco, as you mentioned. It's just horrible sometimes. So let's plug in ways. Let's take five extra minutes. Like, is it worth it to get there five minutes early and be a maniac or five minutes late and have enjoyed the radio and the car and the ride there? Well, I mean, on paper, it it's more enjoyable to enjoy your time and get there and not worry about being late. On but paper. that's not something I can do. <laughs> on paper. <laughs> on paper, it makes sense. I mean, I'll uh, I'll drive. I'll, I'll go on a two or three hour road trip or anything longer. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Got to make good time. Like I have to anytime there's a bathroom break, we try to marry it with uh, filling up the gas. And so while the gas is pumping, I go to the bathroom. I uh, efficiency is my most important thing. It's really hard for me to enjoy the journey. Yes, I'm definitely down on efficiency. The three kids kind of ruined that um, drive on the I-5 with all their peeing. But like, is it this day and age, like everything, we just plug everything into Waze or Google Maps and they tell us exactly, how, they tell us the fastest way to get there. So there's really nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do, but I, I, I think most people have this sense within them that it's like, I want to get, I want to, I want to win or it feels, I think the, the, not, maybe not win, but feeling disrespected in the car is very frustrating. And then like knowing that you missed that light because someone was texting on their phone, it starts to heat you up and you start to simmer. And then all of a sudden you boil over and uh, it's, it's not great. We've talked about this within the last couple of months, like people not having anywhere where they get respect anymore. Like in the old, like, you know, you go to a store, there's nobody help you anymore. Right. You go to, a restaurant where there's no good waitresses. Like, I feel like everybody kind of wants to be respected on the streets a little bit because we're all in theory, even there. And you just don't know anymore who's going to get buck wild if you get buck wild on the street, like my wife. And I just think like, it's not worth it. I know that's easy said on a podcast in a comfy studio, not my car. And someone just completely cuts me off like a J-hole. So I get that, but it's, to me, it just doesn't seem worth it with all, by the way, it just seems like people are getting crazier out in the roadways, not less crazy. Yeah. I mean, even yesterday I was driving somewhere and I was going to turn right and I saw there was a bicycle and they had a a walk sign. I was like, all right, I'm going to stop for him. And I stopped and like, I could admit sometimes I'll push people, but I wasn't in a hurry. So I like turned and looked at him and I watched him 
And he started mean mugging me. And by the time he was halfway through the middle of the intersection, I got the finger. I was like, hey, man, I stopped for you. Anyway, so people you know what? My, my technique for people, pedestrians, specifically pedestrians that are going to like walk across on a red or cutting close. I just pretend like I'm not looking and get close to him. I'll like pretend like I'm looking at my phone or looking away and I kind of but I'm I've got my periphery on him. So they just give him a little like, oh, you didn't pay attention. I'm not paying attention, but you're not either. So I kind of mess with him a little bit. Oh, so you're inciting more anger. <laughs> totally. No, I, I can't hit pedestrians is like cars, whatever pedestrians, bad pedestrians that are walking on the red or not. Like I can, if you're looking on your phone and walking across on a red, I got no time for you. Just give them a little tap. Well, no, it's not a tap. It's just like a fake tap. I'm like looking, I'm faking like I'm looking down and not paying attention to them. And I might run into them. Here's a story I heard. Nicole recently found out someone she knows was working uh, as a PA on a, a studio lot and uh, the driver wasn't paying attention and hit her with her, his car. She was okay. Uh, settled out of court. He paid for her entire college. The driver was DJ Khaled. No! <laughs> yeah. Shut up! DJ Khaled to pay for my university, but uh, well, there you go. I don't even need DJ Khaled to pay me anything. I just want to get hit in a car by him. So I can come home and tell my kids, DJ Khaled just ran over my toe. And another one. <laughs> Oh, DJ Khaled, that's a whole other bag of worms. Anyway, I'm Andrew. This is Reposted. He's Larry. Thanks for stopping by.